Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. So welcome everyone to another episode of the Women Thrive Podcast. I'm your host, Abigail Rebecca. I'm so Happy today to say that we have an incredible woman with us who is doing really important work in this world. Today, we are joined by Veronica Whedon. Veronica Whedon is a holistic health coach, a rapid transformation therapy practitioner, hypnotherapist, and the founder of Revival Health, practice that helps single people move towards healthier relationships and a better life. After years of her own healing journey, Veronica now helps clients uncover the root cause of their own destructive patterns, reform their beliefs, and transform their relationships and life through a program that addresses health on an emotional, mental, and physical level. Welcome, Veronica. It's so lovely to have you. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you, actually, because I really love what you do and how you serve your clients. But I guess what I'd really love to ask you, first of all, is why do you do what you do? What's your personal story? What brings you to doing what you do at the moment in this world? Like most coaches, it comes from my personal story that led me to do this work today. And that's because I spent most of my life in unhealthy relationships without really even being aware that I was. But it got to a point where I just became really physically ill. Mentally, I was struggling too. So I had brain fog. I ended up having short-term memory loss. I ended up with a seizure that caused the left side of my face to droop. I had a herniated disc in my back, which led to all or very close to paralysis and emergency back surgery. And it's just, I was falling apart. I was dying slowly but surely, and no, no doctor could explain why. And so that led me to basically start doing my own research and really look at what was going on with me. So for better or for worse, I had to hit rock bottom before I made a change. To, and, and that's when I really understood the mind-body connection and how our physiology affects our psychology and vice versa. And the environments and relationships that surround us um, can have such a profound effect on our well-being. And so the quality of my life is really determined by the quality of my relationships. And they were not good. 
<laughs> I love that the quality of your life is determined on the quality of your relationships. How did you, I mean, you're obviously very ill. Mm-hmm. How did you come to that conclusion that actually the unhappiness, your life, the relationships in your life was causing this illness, causing mm-hmm. you to be unwell? How did you pinpoint that? Over time. So for me, it really was a process because I didn't have a roadmap. I didn't have a guide. I didn't know anybody else who was in a similar situation. So it was a very lonely journey for me, which is also why I do what I do today, because having that support and having someone who can give you a roadmap saying, hey, this is what happened to you. This is what's going on. And here's how you can come out of it and change that would have been so valuable to me back then. And having support, having a cheerleader, quite frankly, along the way. And so for me, it was a process that took some time. And it was a mixture between educating myself and learning about narcissistic abuse and what that means, the abuse cycle and trauma in general. It meant understanding. I I read a lot of books I'm sure lots of people watching this will be or listening to this will be familiar with Louise Hay. And she talks a lot about mind-body connection. And so it was just educating myself, researching, learning, reading, doing lots of different courses that, that ultimately made the connection so obvious in the end. It was undeniable for me in my case. And once I started putting all these puzzle pieces together, so much made sense. I had so many aha moments over the course of the next few years after I'd hit rock bottom from this education and learning. And as I progressed through my self-evolution journey, there were just constantly aha moments where I looked back and go, oh, now that makes sense of what was happening back then. So it wasn't one moment. It was lots of moments over an extended period of time that led me to put it all together. Wow. And now you use that experience and your amazing gifts and your practice to be able to help your clients through the same experiences. Yes, because I fundamentally believe it's our birthright to have healthy relationships. And I think so many people don't without even being aware of it. In my case, I knew that I wasn't happy. I knew that I was getting sick, but I was so focused on trying to make something work that really was never going to work, but I just couldn't see it. It's like I couldn't see the forest for the trees. And that, which I, again, later learned through all my education and training, and I went back to school to become an integrative health coach and a hypnotherapist and a rapid transformation therapy practitioner. And through all of this, I understood that it really goes back to childhood because none of us want unhealthy relationships. None of us want to be unhappy. None of us want to get sick. And yet so many of us are. And in my case, I was always blaming something outside of myself. So I wanted the other person to change. I wanted my circumstances to change. I wanted my environment to change. I wanted the people around me to change. And finally, which again, in retrospect, it seems so obvious, but I realized that if I wanted something different, I had to change. I was the one who needed 
to be different, to get something different. And that doesn't mean that it was my fault because it wasn't. And it also doesn't mean that I was in the wrong because I wasn't. I mean, I had a lot of people do some pretty terrible things, but it wasn't about them. It was about me. There was, I was the constant in my life story. And so it was understanding that something within me had to change and shift to get something better. And that was not an easy thing to accept because it means, again, it's not about blame. It's about taking responsibility for your life. So no longer believing that it's someone else's job or something else's job to make you happy or well, but, but that it was mine. And that wasn't an easy thing to do. And I see it in others. It's a very difficult shift to make, but that is in fact what shifts you out of victim mode and into survivor mode. And that's when you can really start to heal. It's what it was for me. I love that you've said that because I can imagine that it would be a very difficult thing to do, to take that responsibility for yourself and to own it and to do something about it and that shift in yourself as opposed to looking to the outside world, your environment, your relationship, other people. Yeah. Like how does that, how do you help your clients through that process? Because there must be so many different stages of that, right? For them to be able to get to a place where they're like, right, okay, yeah, I'm not going to be a victim. And actually I'm going to step into my true power and sovereignty and change my life in that way without kind of taking the blame for it, right? So actually, I only take on clients who have made the decision to take responsibility. Because until you've done that, it's, I believe it's always going to be limited what someone else can do to help you. But once they've said, all right, I'm ready to change, I'm ready to change my life, that's when you can, that's when someone else, I believe, can really come in and support you doing it. It's like, think of it as you can't heal in the same environment that made you sick. And responsibility, if you pull the word apart, means an ability to respond. And for me, when I looked at it that way, it became quite empowering versus scary. It's like, oh, responsibility. And I almost, when I first heard it, I felt almost offended because I thought, well, I'm responsible. I've done all these things. I do, you know, don't tell me I'm not responsible. But there's a difference between being responsible for things and stuff and paying your bills and doing all you have to do on a daily basis and then really taking responsibility for your happiness. And the key thing that I do work with clients on is helping them understand that it wasn't their fault. And this is where we do go back to, to childhood because, again, none of us want to be in unhealthy relationships. None of us want to be unhappy. But when we're children, we're all products of our environments. And when we're not given the love or the safety or the care or the attention or the security that we need as children, we create certain beliefs about ourselves. And that leads to certain behaviors which are formed in order to try and get whatever it is that we're missing. So there's a purpose. It's like we're, 
Because as humans, we're wired to survive. And as, as children, we need to survive because we, we can't on our own. We're dependent on our parents or caretakers to live. But then when we grow into adulthood, we no longer need our caretakers to survive because we can earn our own money and clothe ourselves and feed ourselves and do all the things we need to do. But for better or for worse, those beliefs and those behaviors are then so ingrained in our subconscious that we carry them into adult life. And so the mind is always drawn to what's familiar. And so we go to what we know. We're drawn to environments that are familiar to us without really being aware of it. And so until we become aware of that, it's very difficult to change that cycle. And that's what I help people do through the RTT is go back to find the roots cause, the how, why, when, and where certain beliefs and behaviors were created and to go back and, and heal those moments and then reform and ultimately transform up-level beliefs into beliefs and behaviors that serve you today as opposed to hurt you. And that's the process that I went through as well. It's fascinating to hear you talk about the fact that we can really form opinions of the world and ourselves and relationships with other people at such a young age. And then from what I'm hearing from what you're saying is that that's the filter of the world. And we just keep repeating, 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 because that's what we know. And even though it can be very destructive for us and disempowering and makes us unhappy, it's almost like it's our comfort zone. It's what we know. So we just keep going back to it. So you break the cycle. That's the idea. Yes. If you want something different, you have to do something different. I know I did. And, but it's a process. It's not like, okay, <laughs> tomorrow was bad and today is good. It's, I mean, it, it requires a lot of inner work and that takes courage and it does take time. Yeah, that really does. You mentioned there about, and obviously when I introduced you as well, use hypnotherapy, rapid transformation therapy. Can you talk about the modalities that you use that you help your clients create this transformation within their lives? Sure. I believe, again, as I said before, in the mind-body connection. And I actually like to refer to myself as a self-evolution strategist because we really work on the different levels. So even the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, and the physical. And so part of that from the health coaching, we do look at nutrition. So essentially I help clients go through a full detox because I experienced this myself after I'd been in unhealthy relationships for such a long time. I was so depleted and I was really at the point, and I see this in a lot of others as well, I just didn't have energy to do anything. I was always very physical health conscious and that exercise or movement was very important to me. Eating well was important to me. I just couldn't do it anymore. And it wasn't a lack of willpower. It was like I physically couldn't. And so what often happens is people gain weight or they lose so much weight because they can't sustain proper nutrition. And also their body doesn't absorb nutrients in the same way. And when we're in unhealthy relationships, often our body is in fight or flight permanently. And so our body is constantly flooded with adrenaline and cortisol and all these hormones that change our composition 
if we're in it over extended period of, periods of time, for years, decades even. And so fully detoxing the body was a very important step for me. And this is now what I help clients do as well. And then it's about learning what foods serve you. Because just because a food is healthy doesn't mean it's healthy for you. We're all different. Our bodies are all different. And there's a process to really uncover which foods work for you and what gives you energy versus what takes energy. And so that's something we work on throughout throughout the eight-week program. So that's really the physical side. Also, I also encourage people to do a full detox of their home environments just to get rid of chemicals and orient towards more natural grounding products. And, and then, of course, there's a lot of mental work in terms of educating people about what unhealthy relationships look like. What are the tactics that people use to manipulate you, to trap you into unhealthy situations? Because again, I didn't know this. I didn't understand it. But once I learned about all these different techniques that they use, I look back and I could recognize them everywhere all the time for years. And so it is one of these enlightening moments. But knowing how they work isn't enough to avoid it in the future because that requires the internal shift. So there's the physical side, there's the mental and the education side of everything. And then there's the emotional and spiritual work where we really work on how to set healthy boundaries, how to self-parent, what is your purpose in life? Where are you going? And we work on all these different levels to, to essentially transform you and have you define the life that you actually want and look at how, you, how to get there in an effective way. Because up until I hit my low point, my life was always about other people. All my decisions were based on what somebody else wanted, what somebody else told me to do. And quite frankly, I was waiting for that. I was always waiting for someone to tell me what to do because that was the environment that I knew. And again, looking back, it sounds crazy because as an adult, it's my responsibility. But that's not what happened. And so it's really sitting back and looking at your values. Because that's another key component. I always thought I was living in alignment with my values and respect was a big one for me. And I did always respect other people. But what I never was really conscious of is that others weren't respecting me. And that's the thing with values. It's a two-way street. So living in alignment with your value means you ensure you are respected by other people. And if you're not, you set a boundary or you move away from it. That is self-respect. So it's not just respecting others outside of yourself. It's self-respect. And that's the part I was missing. And so actually, if someone is really unhappy in life, it's a good indication that they're living out of alignment with their own values. Your work is so fascinating and the methods that you use. I mean, it's such a holistic approach. Food, the environment, the body, the, the mind, the soul. And I think we often think about re relationships as relationships with a romantic partner. But actually, I'm just thinking now, oh my goodness, like relationships at like a corporate environment, like relationships. Mm -hmm. 
boss in corporate or relationship with your colleagues or relationship with your family, like it, friends, friends, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So look at all those relationships and I'm sure that we can all really relate to what you're saying. Like certainly I'm reflecting back as you're talking and I'm like, yeah, I can relate to being in relationships like that. Mm. Absolutely. That weren't necessarily healthy for me. If if someone was kind of watching this or listening to this, and I don't know whether this is like an easy answer, but like, what would you say to look out for to really kind of be like, oh, okay, potentially this might not be a relationship that's particularly healthy for me. Mm-hmm. What would you say to look out for to be able to pinpoint that? Again, it depends on what, well, it doesn't really depend on what type of your relationship, what type of relationship we're talking about, because the, the signs and symptoms really are all the same. It's just to your point of romantic relationships, they tend to have the biggest effect purely because of the amount of time and proximity that we spend with a romantic partner. So if you're talking about a friendship, a friendship can be really unhealthy, but if you only see the person once a month, it's not going to have the same effect on you as someone you might be living with and spending a lot of time with. But again, the principles apply across relationships. And for me, I was in unhealthy relationships everywhere. So not just romantic, but in the workplace, in friendships, and certainly in my family too. And signs to look out for. Do you keep getting sick? Are you unhappy? It's actually pretty basic. And not just, oh, there's a flu going around and I got the flu too. I mean, that life happens, things happen. But if you're constantly, if you have chronic pain or problems or or illnesses, that's a good indication. If you're always exhausted, if you feel chronic fatigue, the chronic again, if anything is long-term per se, and if you're, if you find yourself lacking energy, if you And if you're just not really happy, you don't feel fulfilled, then something's off somewhere. So I know that's not a a complicated, elaborate answer, but it is actually that straightforward because when we are surrounded by healthy relationships, then for the most part, life is pretty good. Yeah. Like bad things are always going to go wrong from time to time. It's not that your life will be perfect one day. (laughs) I don't think that it. I don't think that's the way it's supposed to work. It's the chronic part, the sort of permanence of the unhappiness or the feeling unfulfilled, undesired, unloved, whatever. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, it makes sense. What's like your biggest desire for your clients that you work with? (laughs) That they feel enough because underlying almost everything is a belief that we are not enough. For whatever reason, somewhere it's, I'm different, I'm not lovable, but even those boil down to, I'm not enough. And when we don't feel like we're enough, we need more from somewhere else, whether that's from food, from drugs, from cigarettes, from, from relationships, from anything. It's an addiction, essentially, to something that's not good for us because we're looking for something external or someone external to fill a void. And it's to help people see 
that there is no void, that we have the ability to give ourselves everything that we need. And that is what the Make Your Body Your Boss, that's the name of my program, is really about. It's to reconnect you with you and to understand that you can give yourself everything that you need. And when we are able to do that, that allows us to enter into healthy relationships because we are no longer looking for someone else to fill a need. And that cuts the codependence because we're no longer depending on someone else to make us feel a certain way. And so that's really the biggest piece that I like to see clients walk away with or, or help them get to that point. Now that you mentioned about the process, the holistic approach that you take with the nutrition, that the food that nourishes us, yeah. specifically nourishes us, not yeah. just healthy food, but yeah. nourishes us, the home detox, the mental detox. Yeah. The feng shui of the home as well. I love that part. <laughs> yeah. I love feng shui. I don't know a lot about it, but it fascinates me. And I truly believe that we are a product of our environment. Yeah. All of that. Okay. Amazing what you do. What would you say is like, if someone was listening to this and wanted to take the first step in that direction, what would you say would be the a, a really great takeaway today from our conversation for someone to listen to this and be like, right, okay, that's a step that I can take. That's an action that I can take. Go back and look at your values. I would say define three to five core values that you have. And then if you can, and again, this isn't always easy, but take a really good look at your life and try to be brutally honest with yourself and see if you believe that you're living in alignment with those values. It's a simple thing that anyone can do, but it does require you to almost step out of yourself and look at your life from a third party or from an objective point of view and just be brutally honest and be like, okay, am I living in alignment with these values? And if not, you have some building blocks which is okay. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Veronica. We're really excited to have you on our summit as one of our Women Thrive speakers. Our summit is going to be, well, it depends when people are listening and watching to this, actually, because it could be like before the summit, it could be after the summit with hello from the future if you're like in 2026. <laughs> <laughs> And we're really excited to have you as a speaker and to share your even more of your knowledge with our audience. What are you most excited about speaking on the Women Thrive Summit stage? I am just excited about getting this message out there that it is possible, that it is your birthright to have healthy relationships. It's possible. And I think the more people that can believe that and see examples of transformation, that's a wonderful thing because the healthier our relationships are as a society, the better the society is. So it's such a, it's such a fundamental part to life. And yet I think there's, there are just so many people hurting out there and it doesn't have to be that way. And so if I can... If just one person resonates with my story and hopefully more, 
and inspires them to change, then that's exciting. Great mission and a purpose. Thing. Where can people find you? On Instagram at Revival Health LLC, or my website is revivalhealth.ch because I'm in Switzerland. Right. We're going to put the links below so that everyone will be able to go and find you. Uh, please follow Veronica on Instagram and go and visit her website. Go join her email list, like follow her, like be part of her world because she's absolutely incredible at what she does. And uh, yeah, I just know that you're going to get so much value from being in that space and being in her energy. And if you feel, if you're resonating with anything that we've been talking about today, then reach out, right, Veronica, that people can reach out to you and absolutely have that conversation. Absolutely. Would love to hear from you. Veronica, thank you so much for coming on. I wish it was a little bit longer, actually. There's so many things that I wanted to ask you. Self-parenting. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Maybe so, that is so crucial. <laughs> it's really saved my life. Seriously. <laughs> Find out more about that. Just quickly, what is self-parenting? <laughs> it's what the title says. We all have an inner child. And this comes back to identifying the root cause and how, why, where, and when we created the beliefs and behaviors that we needed as a child for whatever reason, but that are now hurting us in adulthood instead of serving us. And so all those childhood wounds that we carry as adults, because whenever we get upset as adults, I know for me, the emotions are the same for children and for adults. We have good emotions and bad emotions, positive, negative. We have the whole spectrum of emotions. It's just as, as adults, we try to justify things and apply logic to explain things. But children only have emotion. Logic doesn't develop until I think it's between the ages of five and seven in children. So everything is based on emotion. And that's why even as adults, no matter what, emotion will trump logic every time. And so self-parenting is about learning how to reconnect with that inner child as an adult, or when you're thinking about past trauma or moments or hurts, and being able to address that emotion and essentially be the parent that you needed but didn't have back then. And I honestly, I apply this almost on a daily basis. Whenever, if I feel overwhelmed or sad, or if I'm triggered by something, or I practice the self-parenting and it is such a powerful tool and an essential one for breaking codependency in relationships in order to get to healthy relationships, because then I'm reliant on myself to take care of my emotional needs, as opposed to relying on someone else to do that for me. Uh, self-empowerment right there. <laughs> I love that term. I've learned something really new today. And I really love what you said about responsibility is the ability to respond. Yeah. That. That's the big takeaway today. Thank you, Veronica. It's been a pleasure to hang out with thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Abby. <laughs> and thank you so much for watching, for listening. We love to hear from you. So please reach out to us here at Women Thrive. Or reach out to Veronica if you have any questions, if you'd like to learn more. And of course, you don't want to miss Veronica's talk um, that is going to be on our Women Thrive Summit. 
in March 2024. And if you are listening in the future, you can go back and you can watch the replay and we'll put the replays in the link below. Thank you so, so much for watching everyone. And we will see you very soon for an ep another episode of the Women Thrive Summit. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.